You're listening to 91.5 The Blessing, WHCB, Bristol, Kingsport, Johnson City. Good morning, it's 6 o'clock. Welcome in to our prayer time get-together. My name is Kenneth Hill, and I am your host for our prayer time program. We're a listener-supported broadcast service. WHCB exists because of God himself and because of his wonderful grace in touching hearts and pocketbooks and folks give as they're led by the very Spirit of God to give to the work of WHCB. Without the gifts of God's people, we would not be on the air, and we would not broadcast 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so if you are inclined, if you're directed by the Spirit of God to give to the work of WHCB, we would love for you to follow God's direction and to give as he would have you to give. Here's our address, WHCB 91.5 FM, P.O. Box 5, Bluntville, Tennessee, 37617. That's WHCB, P.O. Box 5, Bluntville, Tennessee, 37617. And if you want to go online and find us there and correspond with us there or donate there, you can do that at whcbradio.org. That's whcbradio.org. And we thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. We thank you for your praying for us, thinking of us, giving to the work. Thank you so much. If you have church news for us or community news for us or any kind of news for us, send it to us by way of our internet site, our website, Go to whcbradio.org, whcbradio.org, and uh, you can give us your information by email, and we are most grateful for it because that means we get to serve the public by putting the information out there. In any given year, we probably put out, oh, I don't know, 1,500, 2,000, maybe even more, uh, messages of information about uh, what's going on uh, in the community, what's going on in your church. I'm going to be sharing for the next few days from the book by R.A. Torrey, The Holy Spirit, Who He Is and What He Does. Very interesting book from a century ago. From Acts chapter 2, verse 39, For the promises unto you and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So what's that promise that Peter refers to in Acts 2.39? Many of you know there are differing interpretations. One interpretation is that the promise of this verse is the promise of salvation, and that the verse then sets forth the covenant privilege of believers to have their children saved. No one believes in the covenant privilege of believers to have their children more firmly uh, saved more firmly than R.A. Torrey did, but was that the meaning of the verse, he asked. And the other interpretation of the promise was the promise of the gift of, or to put it in other words, the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And which of these two interpretations are correct, asked Torrey. There are two laws of interpretation universally accepted by all rational or really intelligent interpreters of the word. 
The first law is called the law of usas loquendi. The other law is the law of context. The law of usas loquendi, or in plain English, the law of usage, is that when you find a word or phrase in the Bible and you wish to know exactly what it means, the thing to do is not to run for a dictionary, but um, the thing to do is to take your concordance and look up every place in the Bible where that word or phrase is used and interpret its meaning by its usage. The exact meaning of words is seldom determined by etymology or the study of the word. It's determined by the use of the word. So what's the usage of the phrase, the promise, in the Bible? Well, especially, what's the usage in this particular book in the Bible, in Acts, where the verse is found? So you turn back to Acts 1, 4, and 5. He charged them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which, said he, ye heard from me, for John indeed baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days hence. What the promise is there is not left to chance or guess. Uh, We're told that the promise is the promise of being baptized with the Holy Spirit. If you go to Acts chapter 2, verse 33, being therefore by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he hath poured forth this which ye see and hear. Again, we're told that the promise of the Father is the promise of the Holy Spirit, which had been poured forth on that very day when every one of the apostolic company had been baptized with the Holy Spirit. In other words, the meaning of the expression is precisely the same here as it was in the first chapter of the book of Acts. Six verses on down, we come to the verse that we've talked about already. So is there any reasonable rule of interpretation by which this expression can mean one thing in Acts 4 and 5, precisely the same thing in the next place where it occurs in Acts 2.33, and then something entirely different in the place where it occurs six verses further down? Well, of course you can't. So beyond any possible intelligent question, writes R.A. Torrey, the phrase, the promise of the Father in Acts 2.39 refers to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The law of usas loquende, or the law of use of the word, even if it stood alone, would settle the question. Uh, But the law of context also puts the same meaning on the promise of the Father. As I said, I want to use this, and I'll have to for several days, so... Um, you bear with me. If uh, if it's laborious, I'm sorry. It's not supposed to be because R.A. Torrey wrote so well of the Holy Spirit and the action of the Holy Spirit, what it was all about and what he was all about, that is, he, the Holy Spirit, that I want to share it with you in his words. Let's go to prayer, shall we? Heavenly Father, thank you for this Monday as we kick off the week and get started with the new month as well. We ask, Lord, that you would bless our time together, uh, whatever time we have together today on WHCB's airwaves. I thank you, Lord, for your blessing in the midst of all this bad weather that we've had in the past little bit and all the things that have gone on around us, all the things still going on around us, all the difficulties and vicissitudes of life, and you bring us right through them. We thank you for doing that. Now, Lord, we ask your special blessing on today and your provision for today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.